0: Welcome into episode number 100 of uh, McCready and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. I'm Neil McCready. That is
1: Tyler Siski. What it is. How are you? I'm trying to get my rhythm down with the can crack now that we're doing the audio a little bit different. Yep. So I'm trying to get it down. You got time. We're figuring it out.
0: We're here a lot, so you'll, you'll, you'll get it worked out. Like your uh, Jacksonville State shirt. You like that? You celebrating the uh, Gamecocks' big win.
1: Yeah, Rich Rod took care of me. Um, when I went over there. I got he's got me a couple hats and some shirts, and um, so yeah, I got my I'm rocking my hometown my hometown, Jacksonville State Gamecocks. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, undefeated, undefeated.
0: We're brought to you by Rain Total Body Fuel. 300 milligrams natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits and achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at rainbodyfuel to learn more.
1: I'm rocking with the peach nectarine today, Neil. Okay. Because you know what Thursday is.
0: Thursday's make it rain.
1: It's make it rain Thursday where I will be rocking the Inferno Red Dragon. But this peach nectarine. Again, the Kiwi, they go back and forth with me. Okay. I know you're not a peach guy. Not at all. All right. But I am from the greatest state in the Union, the great state of Alabama. All right. And (laughs) we're pissing them off when we get started today. I told you it was going to piss people off I
0: I would argue. I would argue about that. But I I have a lot of fondness for Alabama. I was born in Alabama. All three of my kids were born in Alabama. I grew up an Alabama fan. Both of my parents have degrees from Alabama.
1: The only evidence that I'm a three time world champ occurred in the state of Alabama, so that's why it's the greatest state. I, I understand. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. So this is like a Chilton County peach right here. If you are from Alabama and you know what a Chilton County peach is, yeah, this is a Chilton County peach in a can.
0: See, North Louisiana people will fight you about the the peach thing because they'll North Ruston is the home of the Peach Festival. Yeah, we have Mitchum's peaches. Yeah, it's a fight. We'll, we'll we'll get with it. But you know what? I don't want to judge that. That's the last thing in the world that I want to judge, is a peach competition.
1: Is it? Is it by chance that we were talking about being three-time world champs and the people in the stream that got started was at 69 when I said that? <laughs> Any chance? I have no comment. <laughs> this episode brought to you by the Biden administration. <laughs> All right, got one in before we got started today.
0: All right, with you here on a Tuesday. It's August the 28th. All day long. A little after 2 it's o'clock. It's 29th, actually. Is today the 29th? <laughs> sure oh, you're is. right. I can't read. Today's the 29th. <laughs> get closer and closer to uh, the games. Got games starting on Thursday. A lot of SEC teams playing. on. I two of them playing on Thursday. A lot of SEC teams playing their first game on Saturday. And then uh, LSU plays its first game on Sunday night against Florida State. We'll talk about all the SEC games in a little bit. Got some other stuff we're going to get to first, though, because stuff's going, going on and Tyler's drinking his rain. There's no telling I know. what's going to happen.
1: I'm, I'm debating on how, by the time we get to the Bishop Sycamore, if this rain is down, we will be canceled by the time that the show is over with.
0: I watched it. I watched the whole thing. It. Um, I watched it in parts. It helped that the third pitch of the Brewers-Cubs game last night was a uh, home run by one of my least favorite players in all of baseball. Christian Yelich. Yeah. Really? You don't like him? No, he's a Brewer.
1: Because he played. Yeah. If he played at the Braves, would you care?
0: Probably not nearly okay. as much. But he hit the third pitch out. I'm that's it.
1: I'm You're- done. <laughs> I know where this game's going. We check out this Bishop Sycamore. And thing. I said, you know what? I'm going to go back to Bishop Sycamore.
0: <laughs> and I did. I did. I, I, I never went back to the Cubs game.
1: All right. We're going to get to football, I promise. But now you got me thinking about baseball. Did you see the Robert Acuna Jr. thing last night?
0: I saw the highlights of it this morning.
1: So it was like, I think it was the seventh inning. I was watching it live, Yeah, and they bring in Mentor to – I think it was the 7th, maybe it was the 8th, 7th, whatever. He had just stolen his 60th – so he had stole his 60th base. Dude, he's one homer away from being the first baseball player ever in the history of baseball to be 30-home runs, 60 stolen bases. He's incredible. I do. I I think there should be an asterisk on that, by the way, though. The new rules in stealing bases, there should be an asterisk next to it. But anyway – hit no, um,
0: hitting hitting home runs is harder today than it was back in the day. Well you see different yeah. so many different pitchers who throw just incredible stuff.
1: So the first guy runs out on the field and you can see, you know the camera they don't want to show it cuz they don't want to encourage behavior but you see it on social media now the first guy when he runs on the field is like giving him a hug like almost taking a selfie with him the second guy was like on oh, yeah. <laughs> that dude was on some shit i mean he was on some i mean they couldn't get that guy under control
0: yeah that's scary
1: and then they said a third guy rant was running on the field and they stopped him they, he didn't even make it on the camera but that's got to be a little concern i mean because there's really you think about it, if you go to a baseball you go to a baseball field like if you come out of the you know from behind the fence there is no security all the security is down the baseline right uh, there's because they, they can't be on the field right right
0: you know, you it would be problematic.
1: I imagine you're gonna see some stationed all over Major League Baseball, like at the bullpen gates. I bet yeah, there's gonna be some stationed so, pretty quick. Probably so. But anyway, that was wild. All right, you ready to roll? Yeah. Let's all right. Do it. I want to start with this. I thought this was great. Um, all right. So Tom Luganville, who is now I guess we can we can we call him colleagues now that we're on the same channel? I guess he's
0: our colleague at disrupt, sort of. Yeah.
1: yeah well, I guess we can call him that. All right, so I've known Tom for a long time. I mean, you
0: can just call him your friend. it would yeah. be easier.
1: Yeah, he's my friend. But now he's also our colleague. Okay. Uh, I've known Tom for a long time. I guess the first time that we really sat down and talked talk was when I was at Alabama, and he was uh, the main recruiting. That was when recruiting was really big. I think I may have made him an old mess with Freeze. I don't remember. But he was like the big analyst recruiting analyst when signing day was a big thing on ESPN. Yeah. Um, so i am known a really good dude. Um, he's one of the very few in the profession that's actually ever done it before, that's actually evaluated players for a living before, right? Instead of typing on their computers in their grandmother's basement, you know, with their tidy whities on, <laughs> eating cold pizza, and then <laughs> taking a break from evaluating players to play some Call of Duty, you know? Yeah, um, so I respect I mean, that. Is
0: painting with an awfully broad brush, but that's it's yeah, it's not okay, it's about right. All right, so Tom there's, There certainly is a what's um, the word I would use? It, 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 it's,
1: it, there's, there a, are some that fit that criteria. we can we can start calling criteria. I can I can label some. Yeah. <laughs> that was being nice. That that was being nice. <laughs> <laughs> that was my it's one that of the was thing, my Biden Harris version of what I really
0: think. It's it's one of I've said this many times. When I get out of this, um <laughs> No, you're not. Yeah, well, the <laughs> one thing that I will miss the absolute least is recruiting. I won't miss recruiting two tenths of a second.
1: But you don't, you don't, well, I'm talking about, I'm not talking about the people writing about recruiting. I'm talking about the people that try to give them their rankings. Yeah, I know. But, but I'm talking about all of it. Those people don't know more about ranking kids than a man on the moon. Anyway, Tom, Tom is actually. The stuff
0: that I wish I could write now is I could, because I hear numbers, I wish I could tell people, guess what that kid got?
1: You could be when like he commits, trans- you could be in the transparency portal. You could like you could people tell would lose their minds oh, dude, if they knew. You may be wearing some concrete boots in the water somewhere on that one. Yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah, it's not worth not it. Not worth it. All right. So Tom is one of the very few in that industry for a long time that actually has done it for a living. Okay? Yeah. Um and he understands how to evaluate players. I res- of any person in that genre of work, I respect his opinion by far not even he's the matter of fact he's the only one I actually will listen to okay and in, in that world when it comes to evaluating players okay always have thing and he's good dude good people um so anyway long story short he he was doing his first show with Jim Dunaway yesterday <clears throat> yesterday um and I don't know exactly how it got to Colorado I don't know I can't remember the exact transition that got him there but Tom says, you know, he says everybody thinks that UMass has the worst roster in the FBS. He goes, no, it may be Colorado. And that's what he said. And he said, look, they have, uh, besides having a quarterback and they have uh, probably two NFL corners, you know, they have three or four guys on that roster that can probably play in the NFL. I'm paraphrasing what he said. Okay. Um, But the rest of the roster is made up of transfers from, you know, that didn't play a lot from group of five and and FCS programs.
0: And historically, and again, it's, it's, it's brief history, but historically the, what has been proven is the jump from group of five to power, whatever we call it now has. Yeah. In the past, it's been power five. So we'll leave it at that. The group of five to the power five jump has proven to be problematic more often than not.
1: Yeah. There's, there's stats out there. I don't want to see them again this year, but sure. First year of the (laughs) draft, there were some telling stats, right? Yeah. All right, well, with that being said, he said what he said wasn't really i mean yeah, it was there were the 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 usual suspects on social media that defend Dion in Colorado and then going after him, whatever it's social media, right but here's where I got just i was shocked, probably shouldn't be, but I was really shocked. He gets a response from Deion Sanders himself, mhm- who says, how do you know what we have? Have you been out here and seen us live? Paraphrasing, it's on social media. Y'all feel free to go read it. But paraphrasing like that. Probably should have wrote down the quote, but that would take too much work. I'll search
0: for it if I can find it quickly.
1: Uh, It may have been on Instagram. I don't remember. Anyway, what sitting head coach on the week of your first game responds to a media critic about what they have to say? Hell, at any point in time. Like... That never works out well. Never. There's nothing good that can come out of it. And here's why. Look, Tom's got a big ass platform, right? I mean, he's, he, people know who Tom Luganbill is. He's got a big platform on social media, he's got shows and all that stuff. But Deion Sanders has got like an elite platform. And this is not just a Deion thing, this is a every head coach thing. It blows my mind how, Head coaches, whether you're pissed or you're not, it's almost like a sign of immaturity, I guess. I don't know. It's a a sign of like mental weakness, mental softness. There's like a, there's something there that when you feel like you have to respond to people that nobody even knows who they are. And in Dion's world, who gives a shit? You think Tom Luganville's the first person said a bad thing about Dion's roster? No. But why did he say, why did he respond? In my opinion, because Dion knows the same thing I do. Tom knows football. Yes. He's probably the first person that actually knows football that hadn't kissed his ass. Is
0: here's that fair? The, here's the part with Dion that I don't get. Okay. And by the way, the it, it must be on Instagram because it's not on Twitter. Okay. Um the part that I, I don't get with Dion is this. Let's say they suck this year. Just hypothetical, they suck.
1: Yeah. No one's gonna hold that against him. Hey, can I get some breaking news right here? Because yeah. we we're going to do NFL tomorrow. Sure. One of my favorite, this comes from Weldon Rotenberg, a good, good friend of mine, worked with me just texted. Thursday, me.
0: by the way, not tomorrow. Go ahead.
1: Uh, AJ Finley made the 53 man with uh, the Chargers.
0: Oh, congrats to AJ.
1: Really good. I'm not, dude. not surprised. Uh, I'm not either. Uh, I'm so happy for him. You have no idea. He's one of my favorite people on the planet. Family's great. From St. Paul's Episcopal School in Mobile, Alabama, the greatest football high school football program of all time.
0: AJ was um, one of those guys to cover that back in a previous day we would have gotten to know him better because he's such a good kid. Um, but I'd, I would see him out other places, and we would talk and that kind of thing. Um the way, that, the way that we do media today, there's there's no interaction. It's awful. Um, do you know when you meet kids
1: And – I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead.
0: No, I, I just was going to say he's – he was one of those guys that always have the most respect for the guys who kind of win or lose, good or bad, show up, treat the media with respect. And typically, if you treat someone with respect, they will reciprocate. And we always had a really – I always felt like there was a good collegial relationship with him, um, and, and I always thought he was an underrated player. Who just he wasn't flashy, but he kind of did everything well. I'm not surprised that he made a team at all.
1: Yeah, he's just his parents. You can talk about raising kids, right? His parents are just stud people, and I love them to death. And I'm so happy for him. And you know, he's married now. He's got a, he's got a small child. I'm just I'm happy for the kid. He'll he'll play for a long time. He is the epitome of he's smart he knows what to do and he'll play special teams until his body will not allow him to play more
0: there's some comparisons that i think you can make between him and um mike hilton even though they're not the same physical stature and stuff but the way they carry cerebral the way they carry themselves he's yeah i'm not again he's stud not surprised
1: all right sorry to get back on that all right so going back i just i was excited um I just don't understand head coaches that feel a need to do that. And I and I'll, I'll call him. I don't give a shit. Like the deal that Lane did with the Sokoloff guy when the that was stupid. Yeah, that was emotional. Don't make emotional decisions. Yeah. They never work out.
0: But here's him. the thing I was saying about, about Dion before we started talking about AJ Finley. If let's say Colorado sucks, just for the sake of it, they're horrible this year. Three and nine, two and ten. No one's gonna hold that against Deion Sanders. You're one. You inherited an awful program. You didn't have a lot of time. You had to throw together a class the way that the rules are now. A signing day on December the fifteenth. All that stuff. No one's going to go. Oh, Deion Sanders bust. Deion's no.
1: creating this for himself right now. If he went, if he went three and nine, it would have been an improvement of like, what they were. Guarantee you the 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 story would be. I they're they're three hundred percent better than they were last year. He's creating enemies. Yes. Okay. Where and he doesn't need to he doesn't do have it. Have to. And everybody. He's got
0: this thing where it's like everybody's out to get him. And reality is, no, in fact, 90% of the people in media are cheering for you. They're defending you. They're going to run interference for you. And you're going to get time, except for the fact that now you call everybody out. You're the one building your expectations. Nobody else is building your expectations, Dion. You're doing it to yourself. And now you're creating this deal where if it goes badly and look, Most first year coaches who inherit train wrecks, it doesn't go great year one. (laughs) <laughs> it's very no it doesn't and so rarely he's creating he's the uh, his own narrative where people are going to be like you screwed up huh You made a lot of re- evaluation mistakes huh no it takes time to uh, develop relationships to to build recruiting to to even build a reputation in the portal takes a minute so the f- and, the fact that the fact that they're going to be a bad football team in all likelihood shouldn't be
1: news he's the one that's making it news yeah and then and Dwight I was going right to I just. We're talking to, I mean, Hugh did the same thing, you know, when we were like, when we were at Ole Miss the first time, you know, the whole compliance at Ole Miss thing, that was an emotional decision that he didn't just call out media. He called everybody, you know, and like, don't, you don't give, if, if you're a coach and you have that kind of platform, just let it die. Yeah. It's like on social media. When and I, I'm sure you get them a lot too, right? You get mm. trolls that say shit to you on social media. Okay, well you got—I don't know—well you got thirty-something thousand followers. I have no idea what you got. You're in the th- you're you're tens of thousands. Right? I have no idea. Okay, but you're a tens of thousands follower guy. Somebody will say something that really pisses you off, and you want to just rip their ass. But then if you look at them, they got three followers. Okay, yeah. all right. That never sees the light of day until you bring it to the light of day. You know what I'm saying like you don't give them your platform. And it's not a big deal, just let it die. And I think and everybody, you know, let's talk about Hugh. The one thing I think Hugh has done a good job of since he started at Liberty up to this point is he's stayed away from that. That used to be a thing of his, right? He's, he's gotten much better. He's gotten much better yep. at it. And it's like when he, you remember when they he became the favorite, I think it was like that Saturday he became the favorite to get the Auburn job. And then somebody came out and they started trying. I know,
0: I know somebody who tweeted on the night before Thanksgiving that he was going to be the next coach at Auburn. Did,
1: who was that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is that you, Murray the Moose? Did you do it? No. <laughs> was that your
1: depth chart over there? Your your, your, your no, what, depth chart? No, it wasn't on the depth chart. Um, I can't remember who did that. Hey, do you know what we need to do since I actually have a business that does depth charts? We need to make you a quick you depth chart just to, for shits and giggles, just random shit on it. And just, like, have it in the, have it in here. It's sold. Yeah. yeah. Free of charge. <laughs> all right. So, but you can't, you don't give them your, you don't give them your platform. Okay. Just let it die. But when Hugh was getting, when he became the favorite to get that job, whatever it was, and it got on the media, some lady starts trashing him about stuff, you know, about stuff in the past. Right. And then all of a sudden it's like Auburn, like, just now found out that this stuff happened or something. He didn't say anything. And guess what? Within 24 hours, he was the head coach at Auburn and all was good. Just let it die. Oh, I remember that now. Yes, yeah, so you've already forgotten it. Yeah. Okay. Have you forgotten about Sokolov? No. Will you forget about Sokoloff? Uh, Eventually, probably, but it's okay. going to be a long it's time. It's going to be a minute. Okay. Do you think Tom Ludenberg Bills going to forget about Dion? No. Like you're going to remember. Like it's just let it go. It's it, it makes it there is no gain out of it. Nothing goes well. Just be quiet. And that's like as much as I love the guy, I think he was a great president. But everybody, he gets his shit—he gets the shit kicked out of him on, because of how he was on social media. If Trump didn't have Twitter, he'd probably still be president right now. Oh, because the actual president stuff—hell, he made everybody money. You don't think people like making money?
0: No, I, I think you could. I think you could argue. I mean, going not not to get <laughs> not to get on the Trump thing, but if, yeah, sometimes if you'll just keep your powder dry. Yes. Like if, if, if Donald Trump, not to get down the political thing. Okay. Even if he
1: believes, let's say I did it to you today. No, let's say he, I mean,
0: (laughs) he clearly believes that the election was stolen from him. Okay. Yeah. Again, YouTube. I didn't say that it was this episode brought to you. I didn't hold hold time. Hold on. Hold on. We got to be careful here. YouTube, (laughs) YouTube. I did not say that it was, I said, he believes that it was, let me finish my thought. seriously. They'll, they'll, they'll throw you off they're they're crazy about that. That's like the the number one thing on the list there.
1: I'm it's my fault.
0: If he would have kept his powder dry and just done what every one of his predecessors have, have done and just conceded. Hey, you know, congratulations and done the transitional thing, shown up at the inauguration. Be nice. Be cordial.
1: Cordial, yeah, that's the word I was looking for.
0: And then that's too much of syllables where I come from. He could have given what all's happened in the current administration. He would right now be such a front runner for the presidency in twenty twenty four, and he wouldn't have all this legal stuff hanging over him. But you're right. It's, I mean, it's it's that's the Hugh Freeze. If he never does the tweet about you know if you have something to say if you have proof send it to compliance and all if if he never does that. I'm not sure that all the NCAA stuff ever really happens. No, it doesn't. It was sometimes you just got to
1: keep your powder dry. But that's the like, that's hard to do. That's why I think he's, he's done so much. I mean, like he's been really good, you know? Um, I mean, you live and you learn, right? I mean, I mean, everybody makes mistakes. You live and you learn, but anyway, going to all that is, and this is the last thing I want to say about this Dion, Tom Luganville thing. Like, why are we still talking? Well, that's where I was going also is, I mean, is why, why if you're Dion on a
0: Tuesday afternoon or Tuesday morning, why are you taking on Tom Luganville? Because now you're making it a bigger story. And if you get popped, your words come back to haunt you. Hey, man, here's the deal. You know this. You know where I'm going here because you and I have had this conversation a million times. <laughs> when that game kicks off in Fort Worth, it's going to say zero to zero. There's going to be a 15 and a 0-0 and under the QTR thing that's going to be a 1. The referees are going to call the captains out to the field. This is going to happen. They're going to come out to the field and the referee is going to say, hey, welcome to Fort Worth. Glad you're here. Hope you have a good game. He's going to let someone from Colorado, because they're the visitor, they're going to get to call heads or tails. They're going to flip the coin up in the air. Someone's going to win the toss and defer. And then they're going to kick a ball probably through the end zone. And then they're going to take it first and 10 at the 25. And when that ball gets snapped, the referee's going to do the thing with the roll the clock. And here we go. And from that point forward, you're going to keep all the stats. You're going to keep the score. And at the end of the fourth quarter, in all likelihood, one team's going to have more points than the other, and they'll be declared the winner. That's just how it works. And so if you're Dion, this is all going to happen
1: Saturday. Shut up. Just play the game. Just play the game. And then, you know, what and here's my last question. This only thing we'll say. What happens if they get the they get boat raced Saturday? Well, now, what happens in that press conference? Because this isn't. well,
0: he's put himself in a position where he's going to get asked tough questions. He didn't. Ha- this is my point. He's not going to be protected because you know if you go, but he just, would. But he would have been if he just shut up. But now it's going to be. Hey, you clearly thought this was a better team than what it's turned out to be. Did you miss – no, he would not have gotten that question if he would have gone into this entire season with, hey, look. This might take a minute. I'm proud of the way these guys are working. We're going to do the best we can. We know there's a long build. We've got a build to do. Instead of going, oh, we're going to be competitive right away. Well, odds are you won't. And guess what?
1: They're going into the Big 12 next year, and it's going to be hard too. And here's the thing, and this is why I was – Literally saying the th- thing about Trump a minute ago, this was the point I was trying to make, is like if you if Trump wasn't on Twitter and you just looked at his policies and how it made your wallet book, your wallet book your pocketbook feel, Yeah, you're like, hey, man, because that's the only thing I care about. How much money am I spending? How much money am I saving? What's my stocks doing? I mean, I, man, I'm sorry. That's just no, how I am. Me okay? too. Same I don't thing. give a shit about your freaking plugging in your cars. I, I don't. That's well, true, I, mean, it I, I remember
0: saying to you a couple of times, I don't I'm like, care. you know, man, some of the stuff Trump does on Twitter kind of Kind of pushes me the wrong way, but
1: man, my 401k loved him. You can be a Democrat, Tea Party. I don't give a shit. If my stocks are going up and my and my bank account looks good, sure. hey, go get them, kiddo. Yeah. All right. I don't that's just me. Sorry. I mean, I don't care about your weed policies. I just want to know what affects me. All right. Okay. Same thing with Dion. I really like the message and the things that he's trying to teach the kids. I think what he's doing is actually really good as far as the life lessons and the things that he does. I, I agree with a lot of that stuff. I do, and, I want, and he was one of my favorite players growing up. Maybe one, of, if besides Bo Jackson, may have been my favorite growing up. Loved him, all right? All the way through, he was a Brave, he was a Falcon, 49er, Cowboy, all that stuff. Loved him, all right, except when he worked with the Ravens. Okay, no, I'm just joking. But I, I do like the message that he's trying to do and the things that he's trying to hold kids accountable and all that stuff. He's got good messages and trying to do the right things. I'm for him. But just let it go, man. Show up and play the game. And then and, and get that part done. All right? that's It's a scoreboard business, as my good friend straight out of freaking Ruston, Louisiana, likes to tell me all the time. It's a scoreboard business. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to give a shit about your social media if you get beat 70 to fucking nothing on Saturday. There's one. I apologize. All right? Sorry, but, Mom. Sorry, Mom. There's the first sorry mom of the week. All right? But nobody's going to care about it. And he's going to be in a, a media situation to where, like, when, when you're taking questions at, at – like you go to them, you go to when you're doing your beat rider stuff, and you're over there, and you got the uh, Kyle Campbell, the SIDs over there, and and if you don't play nice, do you know what they can do to you there? They won't invite you back, right? You're not you're not going to be put in a position. They they won't ever do that, but they won't put you in a position to where you can ask those questions. They will protect. They will basically shadow ban you in the own in the own building, right? They can control those things. He's going to be in a situation on Saturday where he's not going to be protected. Yeah. It's gonna be. It's not gonna be the the local Colorado statesman out there asking the first question. Okay, about you know setting up the softballs. It's no, gonna, be, gonna the be the national media. National guys will be there. That's gonna, that's, mm-hmm. that's there to get clicks. Yeah. And if they sense weakness, they're coming. Talking about what's coming? Let Me tell you what's coming. That's coming. You want to talk about what's coming? That's coming. For sure. So don't set yourself up for negative. You're setting yourself up for failure. And I don't understand it. And I'm a fan. I want the guy to do great. I do. I want him to do good. I know, you know everybody's like, oh, you're taking on. No, I want the guy to do good. But come help help me help you. I mean, golly. All right. Rain's rolling today, boys. I can tell. All right, enough of that. <clears throat> While I'm nice and pissed off, here we go. Um, Arizona State. Yes. Self-imposed bowl ban. Right. I feel so bad for Kenan Dillingham, man. He just got railroaded by his AD.
0: Yeah, I feel bad for the kids, too.
1: Yes, for the kids. I probably shouldn't said that. Thank you.
0: I feel worse for them than I do Kenny. He'll get another chance. The seniors on that team won't get another chance.
1: Like guys, like kick, kick it down the road, man. Kick it down the road. I honestly believe, and I do. Okay, I will. I, everybody likes when I go off on the NCAA. I think I, it's.
0: I think this is the Arizona State administration. I agree. They they, they make a lot of bad decisions. I mean, I, I think. I think one of these days the story will come out of some of the opportunities that Arizona State has had and they were too arrogant about their association with like USC and Stanford and all that and and they made some I think history, it will eventually all come out. They made some really bad decisions and this just sort of shows you that that lack of lack of a backbone here cost them. Cost the kids anyway.
1: 100%. Um i'm not joking
0: <laughs> what's wrong
1: it's spinning oh uh, i no, think we're, we're back we're back
0: we're back i think
1: <laughs> it was spinning yeah the uh youtube got a hold of got a hold of the first part be of the careful be careful with that i'm serious I didn't that, say no
0: no i know just the, the, the that word the whole they that is their, the one word that is their pet it's peeve
1: the, the t word <laughs> i can say the f word no
0: can, it's not the t word it's the e word they, get, they don't like that word. The one that's E-L? The, yeah, the one that implies that something awry happened.
1: Don't. Oh, okay. I, you said that. I didn't no, say I, it. No,
0: I said that he thinks it. I didn't say that. <laughs> no.
1: Beats me. Hey, so I can say the F word and say, sorry, mom, but I can't say the E word. <laughs>
0: The F word is is uh, the F words is is probably makes you we know, we'd like to make money here. Hey, so
1: the- should we have another sign on our logo that has sorry YouTube on the side in the middle? Of the the, the <laughs> Mark says sorry, mom. Uh, maybe. <laughs> all right, all right. Here we go. The Arizona State thing, I, and I and I kick it. Really is spending this time on mine. There no, it's back. It's just spending on mine. It may be my thing. All right, so it's back. Yeah, I'm watching the main one. We're we're good. Okay. We're good right now. It's probably my computer. I'm getting hacked by the somebody. All right, so Charlie Baker, since he's taken over, in the punishments that they've dealt out have been they have seen to since he's taken over, they have gone in the avenue of not punishing the school or the people there mm-hmm. since they since he's been there. Yep, and. I don't know why they didn't see that because everybody that's involved with the Arizona state stuff, the investigate, they're gone. They're out. Yeah. Okay. And dude, when I say something, now they, now they were, that was dumb. Allegedly. Okay. Some of the stuff they were doing, and this is allegedly, okay. Like an assistant coach purchased during COVID, COVID violations, the same thing Michigan's dealing with, but not this bad. Purchased a plane ticket for a recruit to come visit during COVID with his own personal credit card. Okay. Hand raised guy in the corner of the room. All right. Just yeah. allegedly yeah. probably not the smartest thing to do. Probably broke some rules. Probably broke some rules there yeah. by using your own credit card. Hard to deny that. Hard to, hard to hit them with the, old I do not recall, which are the best words you can ever say in a NCAA investigation. Allegedly. All right. Second thing is, is there was an assistant coach who was there who not only did he see kids during the violation, allegedly he let them stay at his house and take pictures with them in his own house during the, <laughs> during, 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 the date. So idiotic. Did, you, did you know this? No, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's like, come on, man. Like Henry's yeah. got yeah. like, Hey, son, what are you doing? Hey, hey, can we talk for a second? I don't know if this is a good idea. <laughs> can we, can we try something else?
0: All right, so. Well, you know, sometimes coaches like to say that there's a lot of idiots in media. Sometimes media wants to go, yeah, there's a few idiots in your field, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, there's idiots in everything. <sighs> this, that's, that, that's, that's, that was dumb.
1: Yeah, probably not the greatest idea that's ever, that's ever occurred. All hey, right.
0: I'll bring recruits to my house during a time when we're not allowed to be recruiting.
1: I'll take pictures with them and provide them lodging. And pay for it off your own personal credit card. I mean, not smart. Yeah, probably not a good thing. All right, so allegedly that all, all occurred. And all those people are gone. And so I, I, they should have kicked this down the can because you're not you are not doing anything until 2024 anyway. That's yeah. going to be another year removed. They they wouldn't have punished anybody. I mean, they would have probably done kind of what they did with Tennessee probably. Been very similar.
0: The only thing that I could think of is that Arizona State, I'm going to give them this possible benefit of the doubt, is that they looked at this and said, look, this is kind of a dead year anyway. We might not win six games anyway. We want to go to the Big Twelve with a clean slate. That's the, I'll, if if that's it. I'll go. Well, okay, kinda. I still think you should have fought for your kids more than you did, but whatever.
1: Yeah. And I like Kenny a lot. I think they're gonna do. I think they're gonna be really good. And your boy is the starting quarterback, by the way, Rashada.
0: Oh, is he? Is Jaden? <laughs> yeah.
1: Straight from the Las
0: Vegas Bowl. <laughs> we saw him in Vegas. Yeah, I was like, Jaden. He looked up and I was like, what's up?
1: <laughs> How you are? Good? Hey, do you He know, was decked out in his Gator gear. Oh, hey, I know you're all Gator right now. Do you know in about two weeks you're going to be enrolled in Tempe, Arizona? <laughs> what <laughs> yeah. if you had told him that? <laughs> he would have been like, oh, man, come on. Come really? on, man, seriously. Yeah. All right. But he, yeah. st-
0: he stayed till the end cheering. Well, we left. Did we leave? We left fourth quarter. He was still there.
1: Yeah, we did leave, didn't we?
0: Yeah. All right, it was time to get out of there. All right, here we go, dude. I wish I could remember the beer that was at that game, though. It was a
1: great IP. You were crushing it. It was awesome. You were crushing it. You made like three trips to the – you got the big boy, like the 32-ouncer, like three times in a row. I drank a lot that day. You did. (laughs) I did. Game changer saved our lives that day.
0: (laughs) I drank a lot that day. And then we went to the hockey game. I drank at the hockey game. And then we got back from the hockey game, and I went and found a bar in the casino. Yeah. And started drinking bourbon. And I woke up the next day and, yeah, game changer.
1: Saved was us. Glad
0: that I had the patch. I think the next day I got up and watched the World Cup. Ran the whole World Cup game. How about that? Yes, you did. And wow. then we went back to the Raiders game and I drank more. more. Of, <laughs> of a different IPA that was really good, too.
1: Yeah, it was good stuff. That's a great stadium, by the way. Oh, it's fantastic. I love that place. All right. Here we go. All right. We teased this yesterday probably should have followed this up right after. I, I gave myself the Arizona State part. The NCAA part calmed me down a little bit. Okay. Here we go again. I'm You're going to get right up on this one. So the Bishop Sycamore BS High, I think is the, the proper name of it. On you brought Netflix. it up yesterday,
0: and I was like, I haven't seen it. So today, I can say that I have seen it. I watched it. I watched a good bit of it last night, a little of it this morning, and then I finished it quickly this afternoon.
1: So BS High on Netflix <clears throat> came out. Um HBO Max. HBO Max, what I say Netflix. Netflix, HBO Max, I apologize to all involved. Um, and I knew the story, um, uh, when it happened, you know, so I do when, I, when the, early in the season, when the high school games are on, if I do watch them, I will get on my quick U app and I will look for the high school to see the the prospects and all that stuff. And when I looked at the, when I looked at the prospect sheet for Bishop Sycamore, I noticed a few names. Now, look, we got 15,000 schools in there, right? So, I mean, you know, I have no reason to even, I never even heard of Bishop Sycamore. And I look at it, well, I noticed two on there that I recruited when I was at Ole Miss. There was one, Mikos Todd. Yeah. From Carrollton, Georgia. He was one of them. That was the one. And I'm like, wait, I started like, I pick up the phone, I call Clay, and I was like, Clay, is this, I mean, Mikos Todd is not a normal. Name yeah you wouldn't
0: think there were a whole lot of Mikos <laughs> yeah Tods. I say
1: is this the same Mikos Todd that i mean this doesn't can't be a different one right It's like I don't know, and then all this happened you know we found out, but so I knew something was up, <clears throat> so this documentary comes out. the head coach's name is Roy Johnson, and he is a capital one one hundred percent piece of shit yes um and it's a it, different word for him go ahead all, all right up. you think of a different word well, I've you know, got, I, I
0: already know the word. I was thinking of the word and then there was an interview with a player who said the
1: word and I went, "Yep." He he's he's a con man. And so he starts the whole show. The premise of Bishop Sycamore is they were going to start a football team with a big school, kind of like an IMG type school in Ohio. Mm-hmm. They attached themselves to a um a church and they they proposed this facility, it's like a 150 million dollar facility. So the first thing he did that was very shysty is he got elders in the church to sign over and documents, legal documents would get life insurance policies and would sign over part of their, upon death, part of that money. That's how he was going to fund it. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's one. Um, two, and I'm just gonna go a couple things is the people that he prayed on on the players that he prayed on. I'll let you do your thing a second. Cause I know you, you watched it and probably have a different view than I do. Every one of those kids, they didn't have any other options, okay? That was it. They were done. They had nothing else to do. Uh, football was over for them. Uh, most of those players, or if not all of those players, did not have anybody in their lives could, could tell them, hey, this is not real. They just gave them this big promise to come here. We're going to get you eligible. Um, a lot of them were non-qualifiers. Um, we're going to take care of you, and we're going to, you're going to be able to go D1 in the NFL, okay and he prayed on those people and he bragged and this is where I just want to like choke slam the guy he bragged on the show about how good of a recruiter he was well who the hell are you recruiting against one and then like what are you like it's just it's not recruiting you're you're taking advantage of people um so feeding on those kids and then he starts talking about some scams and things that he did to cut corners and the first one that I was like this just dirty is you know, he couldn't afford because he didn't have the money to do it, and he was, he was everything. He wasn't paying bills. He would call up to, like, the local grocery store, right, or the Walmart or wherever, and would from the deli would order, like, 25 rotisserie chickens, and they would make these rotisserie chickens. He'd call them in the morning. Well, he knew they was not going to sell them, and so then he would go in right before closing time when they were just trying to get rid of them and buy them for, like, a buck or $2 a pop. That's that's bad business. Um. I'm not reading the chat, so they say no, something. No, no, okay. I've, I've got something for you. Okay. <laughs> All right,
0: and then some some breaking news that has been clarified that is wild.
1: But go ahead. Okay. Does it relate to this? You mean finish no, this. No, no, right. finish. Then when it comes to how he was, the two things that just really bothered me is how he destroyed these kids financially for their futures. Yes. Okay. Yes. And so they, he was basically telling the parents, he ruined their credit. ruin the credit. So he would tell them he's taken care of. He them. didn't just take their money. He ruined their credit. Correct. And so let's say that what they were doing is he would find an apartment complex or a hotel or whatever that would allow you to pay on net 90. And for you, you people that don't know net, what net 90 is, it means you don't have to make a payment for 90 days. But instead of putting it in the school's name, he put it in the kid's name and he would let them stay there for three months. And then when they didn't pay, they're getting the eviction notice, and they're trying to collect. Well, it didn't go on his name or Bishop Sycamore's name. It went on the kid's name. Well, here's the problem. These wasn't 15-, 16-year-old kids. These kids were 18. They were legal adults. So it's crushed their credit. They have all these bills that they can't pay because they think that this guy is supposed to be paying their their dorm and all that stuff. He made them sign up on his name. And then to see his face on this camera, to have the nuts to show up on TV and, and portray it like he's smarter than everybody else because I didn't do anything illegal. It's not in my name. I just want, I, I would really like five minutes in a room with this guy. I really would. Shut the doors. I don't want no cameras, no nothing. I want five minutes alone with this guy. It, it makes me so mad to see. It's like, it's the same thing of people that prey on elderly people about and, and get it. It's just, it's one of the worst scum, low people of the planet do this kind of shit. And the last thing, obviously, he did was he took out uh, – another thing he did is he took out PPP loans in the kids' names. They didn't know about it because he had their Social Securities and and all – he was taking out $20,000 to keep it afloat, okay? But this guy's the scum of the earth. And to think that – I'm almost pissed off at HBO Max for even getting a platform to talk about it. This guy's literally doing this documentary thinking he's smarter than everybody else, and he's doing this because now he's bringing it back and all this stuff. This guy is the scum, low-hanging. I mean, I, I I cannot. And the fact that he calls himself a coach is so disgusting to the profession. It, it, it's sad that people are like that. Um, it's just I knew it was bad. I left watching that documentary. I w- I was pissed. Like that guy needs his ass kicked, and I, why is he not in jail? That's what I want to know. Why is he not in jail? I hope people see this and charge his ass. That guy, there's a special place in hell for people like this. There really is. That his ass is gonna burn in the blue flame. There's there's a special place in hell for people like this.
0: Yeah the the word that came to mind for me, I, I found it to be. I'm just glad I watched it. It's interesting. It was depressing. Yeah. Um, the the word that came to mind for me about Roy Johnson was evil. That was the word that kept resonating in my mind. And then at some point towards the end, they interviewed some of the players, and one of them said that he's evil. And I thought, yep, that's exactly right, young man.
1: Um, yeah, but the part we ran over the the geese or something on the road.
0: Yeah, you know, not only yeah, he saw some a gaggle of geese on a road, and. Any sane person, right? It's early in the morning, so it's probably a mother goose with her geese. There's geese that we see all the time, and I yeah. go to, you know, I go to Tupelo Ballard Park, and there's geese out there. If the geese are in the road, you stop the car. You let the geese pass. The geese aren't hurt. They just, they just being geese, right? It takes. A level of evil to go. Hey, watch this, and speed up, kill the goose or geese, put the car back in reverse, run over them again, and talk about taste of blood and the smell of blood in the morning.
1: Because no. that's a, that's a really good life lesson you're teaching. You're teaching. Yeah, that's young man. Good that, job. That's evil. Good
0: job, guy. Uh, domestic abuse. He was charged with that. He got lowered to menacing. Um the word that just came to mind about him was evil. And then what you saw was just the sad part about a lot of those young men were just desperately chasing a dream. Yeah. And like you said, they didn't have anyone in their lives. And look, this isn't a criticism. People are busy and people are generally, this is my observation of the world. And I'm a pretty private person. I don't, go out much don't have a lot of friends the friends that i have are very good friends yeah um but my observation with people is that people are generally good people are generally trustworthy people i'm most people are generally trusting and he preyed on that he preyed on that in so many ways He knew that some of those young men were desperate for an opportunity to continue their football careers. He knew that many of them didn't have people in their lives who would say, hey, son, if it's too good to be true, it's it's probably too good to be true, right? And by the time they got into it, He just sucked them dry, like so fast. They didn't even have a chance really. By the time they realized they were being scammed, the scam was done. Yeah. And so I I just, I don't know. I found the whole thing to be depressing. That's the word I would use. Yes. Just, it was depressing. He's evil, but you know, here's the other part. I'm going to criticize the one entity that I love to criticize. (laughs) What the hell was ESPN thinking? You put that on your TV. You're telling me that nobody at ESPN said, "Hey, now who? Now, now who's on this Bishop Sycamore team?"
1: So I, I know the I know part of the answer on that because I've asked this question before. Okay. So ESPN uses a third party, um, and he that, he was actually on the yeah, show. Yeah. It's a matchmaker. Okay. So they do that. That company makes a ton of money by the way. It's like a separate company, and <clears throat> for them. I get it. There's probably a little bit more. First of all, who would have thought, you know, I was almost like, I get it a little bit. Who would have thought somebody would have made up a fake football team to play? <laughs> you know, what I mean, that's, I get that part.
0: Yeah, I just would have thought that there would have been a little bit of pre production, yeah. but it was, you know what else? It was pandemic y. And because this is what, 2020?
1: Yeah. And then, but like, 2019? the people who cover the game, they don't get those assignments till last second. Right. So it's not like the game's already made, but. From the matchmaker's perspective, it almost made a little bit of sense what he said on the show where he said, look, you know, the St. Francis, the IMGs, the Matter Days, and all those, nobody, when they call to say, hey, I want – usually what happens is a high school will call them. I want to play a game, all right? And they will – there's not a huge line of people that's lining up to play IMG. There's not a huge line of people. And so when they get somebody that says, hey, I'll play them all, they're going to use them right away because – they you you know does that make sense Yeah, of course. And so I get it a little bit from that point, but at the same time, there's I, I imagine there's some more stringent uh, deals from there.
0: Here was the story I was going to tell you about. Do you remember the the shooting of the the fans that got hit with bullets at the White Sox game yes. the other night? It turns out that uh, this is I'm quoting uh, Peggy Kaczynski. Peggy is uh, ESPN Chicago host. Okay. Uh, in Chicago, name for, checks out. She says, as I reported on ESPN 1000 just now, the shooting at guaranteed rate field during a White Sox game was indeed an accidental discharge by one of the women grazed by the bullet. She reportedly snuck the gun in past metal detectors. Would you, I'll give you one guess as to how she snuck the gun in.
1: Uh, You don't want me to answer that question.
0: Give me the G-rated version of how you think she snuck
1: the gun. Tell me what you think. Was it body cavity related? Sort of. I don't know.
0: She snuck the gun in and I quote Peggy Kaczynski from ESPN (laughs) Chicago. Name checks out. (laughs) Quote, hiding it in the folds of her belly fat. End quote.
1: So she shot herself. She shot herself. And how many other people? One other person. One shot? I don't know. <laughs> I was just say, like, was she carrying a semi automatic pistol?
0: <laughs> she snuck the gun in in the folds of her belly fat. Ladies and gentlemen, America.
1: All right. Yeah. All right. I, I got <laughs> I got so much thoughts going through my head here. But like what can I ask a serious question? If you're why why do you feel the need to sneak a weapon into a major league baseball uh, game?
0: I don't know. Like you worry about shit's gonna go down in the in the. I these are questions that I don't know the answers to.
1: In the upper deck, it's gonna go down.
0: As someone who has been to many major league baseball games and who has never snuck a gun into a game, <laughs> you can't. You have no answer. I, I don't know, <laughs> and I think that's a fair answer. I've oh. never, I've never thought. You know what? I'd really like to do is bring a gun <laughs> to the game here at wherever I've been to a lot of major league parks. Big fan of the sport.
1: Wow, yeah, that's a new one for me. All right. right, Let's talk some
0: SEC football. SEC gets started on Thursday. We're going to go through these pretty quickly. Uh, Florida at Utah. It's a six and a half point line. The Utes favored by six and a half. The the question is about Cam rising and whether he's going to play. And then, of course, it's the debut of Graham Mertz for the Gators.
1: All right. So I think uh, I've made my mind up here. Shocker. I'm going Florida. I think they're going to win outright. Everybody's making this big deal about Cam Rising. Is he going to play? He's not going to play. I literally heard like three people today on different shows say, well, I'll wait and see. If he's going to play, I'll take Utah. If he's not going to play, I'm going to take Florida. It's too late. I don't give a rat's crack if he's cleared or not. You can't just, hey, I've had off-season surgery. I'm going to get – which, by the way, um, I don't think he's been cleared yet. That's the Tyler Siski. Uh, Opinion. Okay. You can take that as educated or not. Okay. I don't – I'm going to repeat this. I don't think he's been cleared yet. I've
0: I've learned to not do this. not to talk about this because you get mad.
1: Okay. I don't think he's been cleared yet. Let's say he gets cleared 24 hours before kickoff, which occurs in about 48, 40, what, 40, 51 hours from now. Mm -hmm. You don't just like, hey, I've been cleared. Let me grab this football and go beat Florida. It doesn't work like that. He's not going. I mean, he's not going to be able to play. He'll be a shell of himself. He'll know where to go with the ball. It won't be anywhere on time. It won't be anywhere close to where it's supposed to be. Hell, it's probably worse for him if he if he plays. Um, I'm taking Florida. Florida's going to win this game outright. They're getting six and a half. That is free money. I'm taking Florida uh, straight up on this one. All
0: right. Um, South Dakota heads to uh, Columbia, Missouri.
1: Yeah, so from quick, a Thursday night game. Yeah, I'll be quick with this. South Dakota was a three and eight team last year. Um, FCS. Missouri should absolutely dominate this game. Um, if they don't dominate it, you may be concerned. But this is like sleepwalking. This is one of those that will be they'll get one of the four TVs. Uh there'll be one on the quad box because I imagine this one's gonna be over before it gets started.
0: All right. Got uh, Saturday games. Virginia at Tennessee. This is a uh, 11 a.m. game. Tennessee, yep. Tennessee, a 28 point favorite over the, the Cavaliers.
1: All right. UVA is coming off a three and seven season. They had a couple games canceled because of the tragedy last year. At the oh, end yeah. Of I season. remember that. Um, look, their best player, uh, Fintrail Cypress, is now at Florida State. He was a corner. He's a shutdown. He's a legit corner. He is now transferred to Florida State. Tennessee's only getting 28. Um, give you a little sneak preview to Mega Rain. This is one. Bigger spread than I like. I think Tennessee throws for a 10 gazillion yards. I think they're going to make a point um, in this game. I think Tennessee wins extremely, extremely big in Knoxville on Saturday morning. I don't even think this is even in the ballpark of being a close game.
0: All right, got another 11 a.m. game. Ball State is at Kentucky. This is a weird line because Kentucky's weird in openers as it pertains to the line. Uh, this is 26 and a 26-and-a-half-point line with the Wildcats being favored in Lexington.
1: Probably won't touch the line. Um, I'm interested to see what it looks like. I want to see Liam Cohen and Devin Leary uh, go for a week to see what they look like together. I, I'm, I like Kentucky this year. Uh, Ball State, 5-7 and seven last year, lost uh, lost some games late. But they're not – but there's, there's – Kentucky's in no danger of losing this game. I just want – you know, I can see this being one of those deals because Kentucky already – uh, here's why I'm not touching it this week. Okay. Kentucky's already a team that likes to ball control. What are they going to do when they get a running clock after first downs? Like this could be one of those Notre Dame-Navy games where they go on an eight-play, seven-minute drive or something crazy. Um, I, I like Kentucky to win, but I'm not going to touch the, their line just yet. Not because I don't think they're going to win. I just don't know – how they're gonna functional offense with the clock.
0: All right. Got a game that's been moved to noon. It was going to be a three PM game at War Memorial Stadium in Little Rock. Uh they've moved it to noon. It's Western Carolina at Arkansas, no line on this game because Carolina is a uh F F C S C S.
1: Western Carolina's a good uh was decent team last year. Um, but look, at the end of the day, they have to uh Arkansas just needs to, you know, they're gonna impose their physicality on offense and wear them down uh interest if you're an Arkansas fan you know here's what I want to see is you got new scheme new players it's not about them you know getting them three and out all that stuff I want to see fits in this new offense I want to see them work together I think they they need to use this game on defense to get some communication down um so again no no danger for Arkansas they'll wear them out on offense uh but defensively it's a big game for Arkansas
0: yeah I agree um one o'clock game in Oxford. It's Mercer. Uh, at Ole Miss, again, uh, no line because Mercer's FCS. Uh, the 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 story in Oxford, frankly. Thank thank you to Lane Kiffin for making a, a difficult week easy. Is the quarterback situation? He's not naming a starter. Jackson Dart said today that he's frustrated, or admitted he was frustrated, then said all the right things about one day at a time and all that stuff. Uh, Spencer Sanders was asked about his relationship with Jackson Dart, and he said, it's you know, it's good. It's not bad. And he said, we don't go to get ice cream or anything when we're home, but it's cordial. Yeah. He said, cordial. Cordial, if you say, hey, define your relationship with someone, I'm like, that's cordial. That's me going, we really don't like each other, but <laughs> it's okay. We have to get along. It's business. Man. We have to be around one another. I, I, I mean, look, we're going to talk about it a lot on my other podcasts. So, There's two ways to look at something. The competition and all of those things. Someone out of that duo is going to be unhappy. Unhappy to the point that it's going to be noticeable and talked about. Is that going to be a distraction? I don't know. Maybe. Again, I come back to this all the time. Lane Kiffin brought Spencer Sanders to Oxford and gave him a pretty nice NIL package for a reason. How much, Neil? A pretty nice NIL package. And I don't think he did it. This is just my opinion. I don't think he did it because he wanted to motivate Jackson Dart.
1: I agree. Okay. Um, So, bad pot on that. I agree. Look, this could have been a... Coming into the season, I thought this was a really good opening component for Ole Miss. You don't have to worry about winning or losing. I'm about losing the game, right? But Mercer, they were a seven uh, seven and four team last year. They were one of the best offensive teams in FCS. They mm-hmm. have extremely really good coaches. Uh, they're going to be really good schematically on both sides of the ball. However, they played last week and they just didn't have the same oomph. They had a whole new new personnel. They didn't they didn't execute as well. Like they won last week, but. They've traditionally been a very good offensive team um, and a very good defensive team. They're, they're very well coached. And so I was like, okay, this would be a really good opening game for Ole Miss. They're going to win. There's no, But you get a chance to like – like you want to know what your holes are. You know what I mean? You want to know, and you could do that without the threat of losing. Um, with that being said, the interesting part on offense is, okay, whoever starts the game on offense, all right, how long or is it going to be a rotational deal, series by series deal you want to see? Because he's going to want to, whoever the second guy is, which I think the second guy is going to be Sanders, if you just made me bet, you're going to want him to get reps with starters to see to get a true evaluation. Yeah. Okay, well, what does that mean? That means you're probably going to, have to leave, if you don't rotate them every drive, you're going to have to leave your starters in the game longer than you probably want to. And so that that's probably a little bit You know, it is what it is. That's his problem, not mine. That's why he gets paid nine million bucks. But, um, I think they're both going to play. I think they'll both play against Tulane as well. Hell, they may both play against Georgia Tech. I think this. I don't think he will settle on a starter until the Alabama game. That's going to be my. That's my. That's my Ole Miss hot take that everybody can just laugh at me when he names a starter after the game on Saturday. No, I don't. If somebody doesn't lose it, you know what I'm saying? If somebody doesn't lose it, if they both play well, look, I think they're both going to play well Saturday. Yeah. All right? I think they'll both play well at Tulane. I think they're better than Tulane. I think they'll drag Tulane. Now, Georgia Tech's a sleepy game. You and I, we haven't talked about this on the show, but I think Georgia Tech's a bigger problem for Ole Miss than Tulane is. Um, But they should win. Um. And then you go to Alabama. When you go to Tuscaloosa, you need to know who your quarterback is. And I think it will take that long before he publicly says who his quarterback is. You don't want to go in that week going, hey, we're going to play both. He, he, whether he does it publicly or privately, he'll know who his quarterback is going into uh, Tuscaloosa. Okay. All right. Southeastern Louisiana, Mississippi State. All right. Yep. Everybody's just going to glance over this and see FCS versus SEC next, next one. Southeastern Louisiana, this is probably – not probably. This is, I think, the best FCS – FBS matchup. Southeastern Louisiana was a second-round team last year in the FCS playoffs. They got everybody back. They can score points on offense. Very good coaches. Um, They can play. And so, the reason that, you know, uh, Arnett's got to be like, damn, is they're going to have to be sound on defense, which I think they're going to be good on defense. But offensively, you just don't want a team like this. You need to put them away. This is the kind of team that you don't want sticking around. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, you want to put them out early and get it over with to where you can start subbing. You don't want to – you're breaking in a new offensive coordinator, a whole new offensive scheme. You want it to be clean, but they are a good team. Um, You know, And for the fans that – you know, a lot of people just see FCS and they go, oh, FCS. Well, a lot of these FCS teams could beat a lot of these group of five teams. And they would be a middle, they would be a middle to upper tier, tier Sun Belt team if they were in the Sun Belt. Um, so it's not like a, a throwaway grant game, but they need to get it over with before it gets started, uh, and be sound on defense and just get it over before and score some points.
0: You skipped uh, Auburn, by the way. The Hugh Freeze era oh, starts in Auburn, yeah. UMass at Auburn. Auburn a 35-point favorite on Saturday evening on ESPN.
1: I'm keeping an eye on this one. Um, this line is going down, okay? It started, I think, at 38, maybe 39-ish. Yeah, it, was,
0: it was 38.
1: Um, it's going down. The reason it's going down is because UMass scored 41 points against uh, your your boys at New Mexico State on Saturday. Yeah. But everybody no, everybody just looks at the score, and they go, oh, they're going to score points. I'm going to take UMass. And that may well be the case. But here's the truth is they they cannot stop the run. Hugh is going to lean on the run game until he can get it going uh, with Peyton Thorne. And here's the one thing. Hugh's going to play them both. Robbie Ashford's got a, uh oblique strain. Okay. So he's injured a little bit. I think he'll go on Saturday. But you talking about creating <laughs> – Creating a monster. If Robbie Ashford shows up to play on Saturday, he's going to look good, dude. He's going to run through these guys. It's going to look like Lamar Jackson versus Oxford High School. I mean, he's going to run through these guys like shit through a tin horn. He's going to look great. <laughs> he's going to have him a quarterback issue on his hands. Okay, because, like, I just think he's the, he can be – Robbie Ashford can be extremely special, extremely special in Hughes' system. And if he gets in a game and shows he can do it in a game, he's going to be more likely to roll him out there the next time. And the more reps you get, it's just like anything—you that got to get game reps. Um, but they're going to run right through them. They're going to run. For, they may run for 350 yards, and uh, I'm excited to see what they do on offense. I really want to see Peyton Thorn operating this offense because I'm going to know—I'll know all the play calls. If I get if I can get my bush nails, I can check oh, out. Ready to I can go. watch the signals and be ready to go.
0: UT Martin's at Georgia, the defending two time defending national champs, start their uh, quest for a three peat at home in Athens against uh, Jason Simpson's guys.
1: I wonder if he's going to be how how many uh, does he get any updates to see if his son because they kick off like an hour after he kicks off. Does he get any updates to know if his son's Probably playing not. or not? i'll be i'll legitimately be curious i would would, they're close it's not i
0: mean they're yeah i would i would tell everybody don't say anything. he's got
1: to tell everybody right yeah like i don't want to know because somebody would be like hey
0: i don't want to be distracted i want to give i want to give my team my guys my attention and when the game's over and i finish at that point i find out and go from there i mean i
1: that's i've always wondered about that be tough I've always wondered about that. Like, if, you, if your kid's playing college football the same time you're coaching, how does that go? Because I don't know if I've ever – I don't know if I've – the only – I guess uh, Rich Rod with – Ed Red. Orgeron
0: did it with uh, – you know, his his kids played it.
1: Yeah, I just never worked with anybody. Uh, Rich, Rod, Rich Rod's son was playing in Arizona, but he wasn't playing. it. You know, he was a backup. Yeah. Um, so, I'll be interested. But, look, just Georgia needs to stay healthy and get the young guys' experience ready to go. All
0: right, uh, we've got um, – New Mexico, New Mexico yep. at Texas A and M. The Aggies giving thirty eight.
1: All right, New Mexico went over in their league last year in the Mountain West. Um, they've had an extreme roster overhaul. Uh, my man Bryant Vincent used to be the head was the head coach at UAB last year. The interim, they took like UAB's half of UAB's team out to New Mexico. They so it's like UAB West out there. Um, Vincent's a good football coach. They will. There's going to be some balls getting thrown deep in that game. Um, but I don't think it's going to matter. Um, I'm, I'm just looking, I'm, I'm, you know, I'll be watching. I want to see Petrino in action. How much does he show? What's he doing on offense kind of with, uh, Connor? I I just want to see, you know, he just got to keep it clean and have good execution. I think if they execute on offense, I think people are going to be happy and excited about Texas A&M.
0: Uh, Alabama A&M at Vanderbilt, the game. Everyone wants to see no line on this one. Vandy going for two and O as they try to March, if they, to, they march do not com- the if they do
1: not completely dominate this game I mean I'm talking about if it's not a if it's not over in the first quarter you should be concerned if you're a Vandy fan they have major issues they have to get fixed from teams get better the best improvements from week one to week two they have so much to do offensive line you know front seven on both sides to get better um and they need to do that and because they couldn't get it done against Hawaii. there's going to be holes there for a- Alabama am to attack but this game should be over early. And if it's not, you should be concerned. Okay.
0: Um, one that I'm interested in, not the outcome of the game, but kind of what it looks like for Alabama quarterback, giving 39 points to Middle Tennessee, Nick Saban would not commit to playing multiple quarterbacks the other day when he was asked. He he pointed out that, hey, this is going to be a competition that's week to week and things of that nature. What do you make of all that as someone who knows Nick Saban?
1: I mean, I think he's going to do what he always does. I mean, he's he's done this before. This is not something that's – Hasn't happened. I think he's going to go until he – I think Milrow will start. Um, I think Simpson will play. Um, I don't know if it will go beyond two. That would be not shocking. I, I'm talking about with the good players. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he gave them both a crack uh, with the ones. He's he's in a little bit different situation because he's got to be – he's got to know who his guy is going into Monday. Right. And he doesn't have three weeks to get it figured out. He, he needs to know – in. What's your guess? I think who's the
0: quarterback for Alabama against Texas? I,
1: I just want to see him play. I, I, I'm guessing. Um,
0: what would your guess be?
1: Milroe Okay, probably my guess. I wouldn't be shocked if it's Simpson, but I want to see him play. Uh, he's going to give him a shot with both. This is kind of Kevin Steele revenge game. They beat him at Miami last year when he was at you know Middle Tennessee was eight eight win team last year. You know, and uh, they beat Miami last year when Kevin Steele was a defense coordinator. So he you don't have to worry about Kevin Steele overlooking this game. He'll, be, he'll have him dial in ready to go on defense.
0: The game I'm really interested to see Saturday evening. It's North Carolina at, versus South Carolina. It's in Charlotte. Uh, North Carolina is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Drake May versus Spencer Rattler. Lot lot here.
1: Yeah, um, this will be on my picks on Make It Rain Thursday. Oh. You're going Tar Heels. I am not. Oh. I am not. Um, look, Drake May, I think, is the second-best quarterback in the country. You know, his best receiver got deemed ineligible by the NCAA transfer rules-wise um, in the offseason. They lost Downs, who was now with the Colts, who's not going to get any love in the NFL because Anthony Richardson is his quarterback. Um, Spencer, I like what South Carolina's doing. I, I just don't – I think they're going to be a better team, even though North Carolina's going to have the better quarterback. And I do. I think Drake May is better than Spencer Rattler. Um, I think South Carolina probably has the better team. South Carolina's getting two and a half points. I think that's off. I think that's off. I think South Carolina probably wins this game outright. Uh the only thing is North Carolina has been recruiting extremely well. Um they got good coaches. Chip Lindsey's there. Um, you know, he's he's been around. A lot of you guys know who Chip is and he's coached pretty much everywhere in the South. Uh but I just like what South Carolina's doing, man. I, I think they I think it's a must win for South Carolina. Whereas I do too. you does that make sense? Like I, do I, too. I I think it's a, it's a big game. All games are big. Yeah, I'll like
0: go must win, but their their path to having a lot of momentum going into the season and not stalling out is includes a win yeah. in this one. Yeah.
1: So that's where I'm at, boss. All right. We
0: will uh, be back on Thursday with a Make It Rain edition of the show. What kind of edition? I don't sing it, I'll let you sing. It. Make it rain! Make it rain. There you go. On, uh, on Thursday, we'll be back uh, with Tyler and myself. We'll give you our picks. As I See how deep of a hole I can dig in week one. I haven't even looked at it yet. Really? This is the difference between you and me. I haven't had a chance. I'm not as interested in it. I'm not as good at it. I'm intimidated by it. And so I, I, I'm going to get whacked. Are we doing five college games or ten? Right. Or are we doing 10 so this week? Because we'll do we don't have NFL this week. We don't have NFL.
1: We're going to do five college games. And the money line. So you gotta have a underdog, underdog that you think's line. gonna win outright. Right. Okay. Now here's the thing, all kidding aside, is I'm gonna let you pick the money line first. Okay. Because this is a big week front. There's not many favorites I like. I like a ton of underdogs this week. Okay. So I'll be fine. I'll pick a I'll pick a winner. I got like three guys, three people that are underdogs I think are gonna win outright.
0: Okay. All right. I'll I'll try to start. Fle- I'm going
1: six and zero oh to start off. I went four and one last week. Yeah. I'm going perfect weekend, week number two. Oh. I feel that good about it.
0: I am not going perfect weekend. I can guarantee that. I've
1: already studied. I got my games already. Oh, yeah. I didn't even look. We could have a mega rain Tuesday.
0: I'm ready to go. Which would make Thursday difficult. It would. (laughs) All right. We'll stop there. Uh, For Tyler, I'm Neil. Thanks to uh, everybody in the stream for joining us. Talk to you on Thursday. Again, don't forget we're brought to you by our friends at Rain. Total body fuel, 300 milligrams, natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits and achieve your goals. Please follow them and interact with them oh, on Instagram Apple, at Rain Body Fuel.
1: Apple link got. Oh added.
0: yes, uh, we are on. Uh, we are on Apple now. Our podcast back on Apple. It's uh, search under McCready and Siski. That's the way to get to it. I know a lot of people have been searching under Disrupt. It's not there. It's under McCready and Siski. We've been on Spotify for a little while, and I assume other places too. But I
1: don't yes, know. there you That's go. What All he right. said.
0: Talk to you on Thursday. Take care.